Good morning, good morning, good morning. Today is June 21st, 2018. It is the first day of summer. Uh, I love summer more than any other season. I feel like uh, I must have been, I'm, you know, I'm African-American, so definitely I know I am from the motherland because I love the heat. I love when it's warm. I never get upset. I don't have a bad attitude. I, I wish it could be 90 degrees every single day. So this is truly the day that the Lord has made. And I am glad and I rejoice because of this day. Let's talk about just for the next few moments. You are not the only one that has something to give. You are not the only one that has something to give. Uh, when relationships start out, uh, in some cases, they're going to be one-sided because of the nature of the relationship. If you are the mother, then of course, the relationship when that child is born, it is one-sided. If you are the owner of the business and the business is just getting uh, started and you got to train the employees, then on one end, uh, you become the leader in that area. If you are the person that has the administration skills uh, and you have to think everything through, uh, maybe early on, you are going to be the leader in that area. But at some point, there is going to be a shift and a turn. And the person that you were given knowledge and information to it's going to shift so you are not the only one that has something to give i had a young man and this was his month and i've been struggling with even putting this podcast um out because um, i just loved him I, I loved him with everything in me uh this podcast today is dedicated to elder chris johnson uh my bro who i believe is smiling uh down on me today uh just especially for this uh, me and Chris our relationship was birth he was 15 years old I'm many I'm a you know I'm older than him by at least 10 years and uh, during that time uh, when he was younger he had a great passion and a desire to understand godly things I mean and that never changed throughout his entire life had a great desire to understand godly things and i met him in choir rehearsal uh, we were in the tenor section together we were singing together and i've been singing all my life i've been doing praise teams and leading praise teams since i was 19 and all this kind of stuff so i know about singing and all that kind of stuff so oftentimes uh, he would be leaning on me and say hey you know let me get, give me the right no i want to make sure i'm he always wanted to be good at whatever he did i'd I loved him for that. He always wanted to be good. He 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 was he was competing against himself. He wanted to make sure that I'm the best version of myself. And I love that about him. And he didn't just want to be good. He wanted to be good for his church. Uh, he would Mr. BCI. He wanted to be good for his church, good for the kingdom, and good for the body. So uh, he he was just a jewel. So after choir rehearsals, I would drop him off at home, and uh, he was playing football in school and he wanted to know 
what is the mindset I need to have because you seem to be focused and regimented and all this kind of stuff. And he had a great focus on football. He was getting up early. He was working out. He was going to practice. He was intelligent. He was getting good grades, different things like that. Uh, he loved his family with everything in his socks. And that's all we talked about most of the time. We talked about business, but we talked about uh, family as times and as the years uh, progressed. I remember, you know, he was he would get older uh, and even, even his sister and even his brother. And this is something that's important to understand, uh, too. Sometimes uh, you love people because of how another person loves them. Um, Elder Chris loved his sister, loved his mother, loved his brother, and always talked about his desire uh, for them and things of the sort. So uh, when he would get his report card, uh, I would give him money. I remember when his sister, she would get her report card, and all the kids at the church, you know, I just... I believed in, you know, supporting good behaviors and I would give them money for the report cards and I would ask them how you doing and just trying to be that uh, big brother. So long story short, that was our role and that's what he called me. He called me big bro. Uh, of course, I was older than him, but he called me big bro because he could depend on me. He could he could ask me questions. Uh, we had a real relationship. Uh, I We could go shopping together. We could we could talk about, he always wanted to talk about ministry. He always wanted to talk about getting better. He always wanted to talk about, Pastor Richard, what is your perspective in the word? He, he would always say this, uh, Pastor Richard, what you see in the text is is something. And, you know, and I would always talk to him just about, you know, my approach and my routine. And, uh, you know, we, we, we had a we had a great relationship. And he always wanted to understand, how do you get your clothes ready a week in advance as he got older uh, and then we would have conversations because uh, he worked in customer service so that we really connected when he got into his 20s uh, we would talk about uh, how do you deal with combative consumers and I would talk to him about tone and listening and making sure that you don't respond to how other people respond you lower your tone and, and you communicate value and you don't try to be right but try to be and it was a great relationship uh Early on, that relationship was one-sided. As time progresses, he's went off to college and he will still call me. But he has his own relationship with God. He he knows God himself. He he knows how to pray. Watch this. He's preaching. He's ministering. He he's he's ran revivals. Uh, he he's done stuff I haven't even uh, done. He's on college campus going ham for Jesus and making sure that everybody knows who. God is, and I'm just a support system in this life, talking to him about this and that, and I offer counsel where I can, but the truth of the matter, I'm just proud of him because I see his growth, so I love him with everything in my heart. Once this, with all my strengths, I have a weakness. I have a weakness. I have a weakness, and that weakness is social media. Listen, the weakness of social media. It is the year 2007, 2008. And uh, Chris is talking to me about promoting in the kingdom and his perspective. And when I tell you it was masterful, it was masterful how he talked about his understanding of social media and how to use Facebook to promote godly things and 
there was a shift in the relationship. He began talking to me about something that I, mean, I, did, I had no understanding about Facebook, social media. Once I wasn't, on, I wasn't on Facebook. I was not on Facebook, any social, any social media platform. I've always felt like, what? Why do you need to even be on social media? Why do you, why do you need to say that? Why do you need to do that? But his appeal to me, his appeal to me, he like, listen, let, I'll walk you through it. I'll show you how to do it. Uh, he said, Pastor Richie, you are one of the strongest voices in the kingdom. And with everything that's being said out there, everything that's being communicated, why not insert your voice in a world where negativity is being communicated, in a world where people uh, are following anything? Why not put your voice out there and different things like that? And he did all that. He said all that. And watch this. I was resistant. I didn't do it. I didn't. I didn't do it. I did because I just. I just didn't. I just didn't value it. I just didn't understand its importance. And I felt like because I don't need to do it. Why? Why even put? Why even put this stuff out there? I. I don't. I don't need to talk about. I'm private. I'm. I'm an introvert. Why do? See, but you're not the only one that has something to give. See, in that moment, what I learned was there was something that he understood uh, about social media that I did not understand. And he understood that it is a way to connect with people. Uh, It is a way to touch and have and have some form of interaction. It's not the full relationship, but it is a way to engage. It is a way to send your smile. Uh, with all the things that I do uh, in, in, in interacting with people, and that's good, one of the things I have to be able to do is to understand that I'm not the only one that has something to give. See, being open to someone else's perspective in an area where you are closed is a great sign of growth and maturity and value for that person. Watch this. And it also says to that person, I have a voice in your life too. You're not the only one that can give counsel and direction and instruction. And that's where our relationship went to the next level because now, uh, I did it. I went on Facebook. I started an account, all that kind of stuff. And he direct, I allowed him to direct me. Uh, he he created a, a flyer for me, a, 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 not for my own a promotion or anything like that, just to put a, I put a picture up and he, th- this was his kindness. This He was trying to give back and he was giving back. He, he took, he took a picture I posted and put words to it and all this kind of stuff. He created flyers for the church. He he was a pushing agenda. The Bible says, Matthew chapter 6, verse 33, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. Uh, his only purpose for social media, I'm inboxing you because I want you to be saved. I'm putting this out there because I want you to come to the revival. I want you to know that your life uh, is more about what God 
uh, desires to be to you than what you're going through. He had a great desire to witness and to evangelize and to make sure that everybody knew about Jesus. Watch this. Club separate. Uh, another time, I'm saying, Chris, I, I don't, what is this? He, he had an idea. Uh, he, he was a promoter in the kingdom. He had an idea that I want to make sure that uh, the enemy, and we live in a time, let me say this, we live in a time that the world, the music industry validates gifts. They will tell you, you are good. You are, you're a great guitarist. You're a great, and they'll bring you in to their environment. They'll give you a contract. It is time for those of us who have gifts and we are Christians and we love God. It is time for us that when we see a gift, we can talk about character at another time. But when you when we see a gift, we have to validate the gift so that the gift doesn't get uh, abused, so that the gift is not misplaced, so that the gift can be used for God's honor and for his glory. So he understood that. There are young people that are going to get involved in alternative lifestyle, drugs, uh, sex, all kinds of stuff. But what would happen, Pastor Richie, if we brought the dancers, those who do liturgical dance and worship, the rappers, if we brought the worshipers, if we brought everybody into one place because they need a social, uh, they need an outlet. They need something that says community to them. And he gave me all the scriptures. You know, we want to be set apart. Uh, for Christ and all this kind of stuff. And what was my piece? He said, Pastor Richie, uh, you, you can sing, you can do all that kind of stuff. He said, but your strong gift in this environment is to keep us on track, is to keep us on course. It's how to work together. You're a worshiper, but you know how to work with people. And I want you to be in the environment. So the other singers can see that just because you're extremely talented, that doesn't mean you can't work with people. See, you are not the only one that has something to give. So I could talk a week about our relationship because it was a genuine relationship. And it wasn't just me giving to him, but he gave he gave so much to me. Now, watch this. When I find out not too long ago that he passes, uh, I wept. I, I, I wept. I wept because he has so much to give. I wept because that was a real relationship and I loved him. I loved him. I, and I love him. So he passes and, I mean, this is hard. And we are all broken as a family and as a church. And I have to, they want me to facilitate the entire service. And I, I don't want to be up front today. I want to weep today. I want to cry today. I want to, but all I can hear is, Pastor Richie, I need you to facilitate this. Because you know how to work with people. Elder Chris, Elder Chris worked with me. Elder Chris knew how to try to make it work. And he encouraged me to be that person. So 
he was the reason that I got involved in things sometimes because it was important to him. So I know he's smiling on me today because all this stuff I'm doing now, posting a bunch of posts and engaging with people, doing videos, doing books, writing stuff. I'm talking about making things visible. Uh, that's not me. That That's not something that I'm good at. I, and I don't even think I'm good at it now. But I've given myself to learn these things and to understand these things because I had a relationship. And relationships are never one-sided. Relationships are always reciprocal. You are not the only one that has something to give. No matter how smart, intelligent, wise you are, always be open to let somebody direct you and give you their substance. Pastor Richie, I have challenges embracing other perspectives. I understand, but I want you to do what I did. Lord, I don't know how to approach this. Lord, I don't know which way to go. I don't know what direction to take, but help me. In Jesus' name, amen. Elder Chris, I love you. Uh, And you've taught me so much. And I'll never forget who you are in my life. Today, as you progress throughout your day, I want you to say this with me. Say, life, you are not my enemy, but life, you are my friend. I want you to stay connected with me today on all my social media outlets. The easiest way is just to get the Richie Patterson app, www.richiepatterson.com, or you can just text the word yes to 248-372-9500. Click the link, add it to your homepage, you'll be all set. I am dancing like a kid at Christmas time because we are getting close to July 14th, 2018. My book signing uh, with my new uh, highly anticipated release of This Is the Kindness. Uh, it is a book about family conflict resolution. It's a book that I wrote to honor how my mother raised me and how her parents raised her and how I am giving that same and using that same approach with my son and in life. Uh, so I'm really excited. It's going to be at the Comfort Inn Suites in Southfield from 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. I'm really excited. Uh, the project, the kindness project uh, is just about uh, done, just about done. It's going to be available on all uh, digital platforms, but uh, it's going to be released on my website on my birthday. It, it'll be available on my website at www.richiepatterson.com. You want to get this song. It is a great acoustic song with guitar, uh, but it speaks uh, to just the importance of kindness. Uh, So I'm really excited. Uh, As you progress throughout your day, no matter what, I want you to keep it kind. Despite the evil ways, the things that people say, no matter, I'm still encouraged that this is the kindness. Yeah, 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 yeah.
Ups and downs, my friend. I disagree, but don't determine. 